can't be that bad, oh, it 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 can't be that bad. Get into the details of it. How high tier of a restaurant is this place, and where are it's Bridges? Both of it's, it's one of their. It's your ex-wife's favorite restaurant. Bridges. Okay. Am I there with my ex-wife? Yes, dressed as a woman, and her new boyfriend. Okay, so we're talking about the specific <laughs> scenario that takes place in Mrs. Doubtfire. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, no. Here's here's what it is. Here. Okay. Let me lay it out for you. All right. Christian uh, is going to dinner with girlfriend Sarah. Okay. And you guys go to dinner. It's a nice time. On the way to dinner, you get a text from your best friend, um, Jill, and Jill's like, hey, I'll meet you at, at my favorite restaurant. In fact, I'm already at the bar. I'll see you there. Okay. It's the same restaurant. Okay. So you go and sit down at a table with Sarah, and you think to yourself, oh, maybe I should go say hi to Jill. So you excuse yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just- That's already rude, first of all. I mean, I can't imagine myself <laughs> in that situation without saying- Hey, I'm sorry. Like, I, that person over there, I know from the past, and I'm going to say hi to her. And if it makes you uncomfortable, I deeply apologize. I think I would be as transparent as possible that it would make whoever I was with dry as fuck. And then what if you, like, go over to Jill, you're like, hey, Jill, how are you? And then she just starts, like, making out in front of you, and you're like, oh, no, fuck, Sarah's going to see. That's why you got to have them on separate sides of the restaurant. Okay. Now, this depends on the hypothetical women on how they are. Sarah, seeing that I'm making out with my hypothetical friend, Jill, is she going to get jealous and want me more? Or is she going to think I'm a douche and leave me? Well, I think first- Sarah's, Sarah's oblivious. She, she is facing this way, reading the menu, and you and Jill are behind her like this. So, you know. What's the goal here? A threesome? Is this your goal? <laughs> is Like, in that situation? Like, if like all- an unknown threesome? <laughs> like, if... This is crazy. Let's say Alejandro... <laughs> Is with hypothetical girlfriend Sarah and sees hypothetical friend Jill at the bar. The same girls. Jill's coming over to the table with me and Sarah. That's what's happening. Hey, Jill, why don't you join us here? Sarah, this is Jill, my friend from back in the day. She's actually celebrating her promotion at work. Uh, Why don't we all celebrate? Okay, you wouldn't make it that obvious. You'd make it a little more subtle. But that that is a good intro to conversation. Hey, we're celebrating her promotion at work. And then... How does the night proceed? I don't know. I've never been in a threesome. Uh, it sounds like you really want to be in a threesome. Who doesn't? Some people that have been in threesomes, I, I hate. Do know, I do know it would be very scary for me. I get very nervous with one woman. Uh-huh. I would be very nervous with two women. And oh. I would be very uncomfortable if there was two men. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. What? How does that work? Are you competing? You're competing for performance Even and whatnot? Even if you whatnot? say you're not, there's always a little bit of a competition. Well, someone in like anything polyamorous, I think there's always going to be some form of jealousy. I was that's, on, why it never, that's why it never works. Yeah, that's what that's what I hear. I was on Showtime uh, on demand the <laughs> other night. You love Showtime. Bro. Showtime what are you watching? has opened my eyes. Like Taxi Cab Confessions? Or no, um, that's an HBO thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that for a fact. HBO's user in, or Showtime's user interface. Showtime Anytime's application on the PS4, that user interface is so good. You're so silly. So good. You're so fucking the silly. The way it's categorized. And so like, I came across this documentary. It's called... Uh, polyamory and uh guess what it's about polyamorous couples and it's interesting because it's it's like watching a nature documentary of africa you're never gonna go there but it's nice to see what it's like exactly great analogy it's like okay i'm interested this is never gonna happen to me let's see how it works it looks like they're having a good time for the first five to ten minutes but of course someone's gonna get jealous someone does get jealous and it turns into like conflict it's funny that you you bring this up because i was thinking about the word polyamorous uh-huh and like the word monogamy mm-hmm. um what about the words just breaking them down the etymology of them and like yeah. poly a lot mono one one yes and so agamy agamy whatever the fuck that means Mon- love <laughs> no amory Mon- would mean love but i see what you're saying you know what i mean like I, I was literally like sitting on my bed thinking about that today because um I don't know. Just thinking about words. You don't just think about like words. The other day I was thinking about walking. The word ha- walking? Nope. The act of walking. Just like how okay. weird it is that humans just like accept that we just like, we just propel ourselves forward on two legs. Again, completely sober. I hate to break it to you, dude. At all. There are way weirder things to think about because it makes sense that animals like ourselves need to get from point A to point B was, when we don't have a car or a bike. Well, I was walking into Safeway the other day and I was thinking to myself, I was like, how crazy is it that I'm like walking right now? 
<laughs> I have two feet. I'm no. bouncing. What's weirder? I'm propelling myself forward. I'm. I have a direction. I know. I, I could stop on a dime. Like walking's weird, dude. No, you don't even think about how weird is walking. What's weird about walking into I'm Safeway? Getting, I'm getting visibly upset. It's hot in here now. Yes, because- I'm getting a little warm too. <laughs> This is a hot topic for me, and I don't understand why I'm passionate about it. Did we just both touch on something we didn't? Yes. Well, what's weirder about walking into Safeway is right when you walk into Safeway, you know, like the little bug propellant that they like shoot at you, the gust of wind that surprises you out of nowhere. (laughs) Yes, I'm very familiar. Back in the day when I really cared about my hair, I would try to dodge that gust of wind going into a Safeway. Don't wow. shake your hand at me. Well, I mean, my hair was always solid when I was really into doing my hair. Yes. Like, I made it pretty. It never moved, bro. Gale yes. force winds. It couldn't. was stagnant. But my hair was, at a point, it was solid. But then I changed the products. I stopped using hairspray because that's that just wasn't my thing. And then I had to be very strategic about, like, where I was facing in terms of, like, where the wind was blowing. Because I wanted mm, yeah. the wind to blow where my hair was swooshed, for sure, right? For sure. I, you know what? And um, there's a reason why neither of us do it anymore. It's, it's tiresome. It's tired. There's something I think that is unappealing about being high maintenance, right? There's a. I'm not saying that about other people, but yes, like yes, yes, I yes, feel yes, like yes. I'm unappealing when I'm high maintenance. Right? Very silly sentence, but yes, yes, yes. not uh, not silly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend. Shout out Danny Yuano, and I hate to like blow him right here, blow him up right blow here. Him right I'm here. so sorry that sentence that came out a, really bad. That was a Freudian flip, slip if I've ever heard. Uh, of. And Danny Yuano is here under the table. <laughs> Come on out, surprise guest. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was mid drink, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, he told me because I complimented his uh, style, his fashion one one day a He's few very years ago. I- 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 iconic. Yes, and he said, uh, "I try very hard in the morning to make it look like I don't try hard to pick out what I'm wearing," which is a weird oxymoron to take a lot of time looking at your clothes selection in the closet to make it look like you just threw it on. Do you build outfits? Uh, and like know what goes with what or do you just like all right these are the pants these are the shirt today and this is the jacket today or do you like do you have like this jacket only goes with these pants or like this jacket goes really well with these pants and this shirt combo like do you have like for example yeah if you were a gta character and you walked into your closet do you have like set outfits or do you just like randomly pick clothes out of the closet before i would have set outfits when i really put into consider like when i was working at h&m i would really think about like what pants go with what button up and what button up go with what shoes sure, sure. but now it's kind of just trial and error like right now i definitely prioritize comfort over aesthetic clearly right uh Thank you. Is that a fucking... No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm What's wearing the problem? You a seem periodic very sensitive, table. Though. I was agreeing with you, and you got all defensive. But there's something called sarcasm, buddy. What? Which you are a, a world-class uh, king of is sarcasm. You're, you're proud of that, too, I'm sure. I'm wearing a periodic table crew neck sweater, and its only error in wearing it today is that it is a little too warm. Is it vintage? It is not vintage. I actually recently... Thank you for bringing this up. I recently bought this in Tahoe. Um, I was just in Lake Tahoe. Are you scoffing about no, my I'm trip laughing. to Tahoe? No, I'm laughing at... The incredible. Like, I... Honestly, a master at <laughs> podcasting, my friend. You are so good. I Because we've been hanging out for at least an hour now. You have not brought up the sweater at all. You bring it up on air and like... And then you're like, oh, I'm glad you brought it up. Did I bring it up? Did I bring up this sweater? You are impeccable, friend. People, thank you. Take thank notes. You. This is how podcasting is done these are advanced techniques of podcasting when you do it for like two years i think that's that's it you're fooling your co-host like i i didn't even know that's where this was going oh buddy you're incredible i telegraph my my conversations like a motherfucker and not you (laughs) you will take a left turn right down an abandoned road because i know that you could handle it i know that you could handle the element of surprise right now huh yes dude well i went to tahoe and i guess it is kind of weird to go to tahoe and buy a periodic table of elements Sure. Did you did you see it there? Were there other periodic table of element sweaters there? There were, this was on sale because uh, I'm a cheap mofo, and yeah, I yeah. was like, "Why the fuck is this on sale? How come no one just took this right off the shelf right when it went on of sale?" Course, right? Of course. This is Dope. I love it. Being a lover of science, yes, yes. And I also got something else at the shop um, while I was there, and I wanted to surprise you. This is kyanite, my friend. Whoa! And I know that recently you've been into like uh, crystals and whatnot. That is kyanite, and it apparently promotes positivity and focus. 
And I was thinking of you on my trip to Tahoe, dude. Oh, buddy, that's that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, this looks dude. like the key that the Man of Steel has to start the Kryptonian ship. That is actually movie. cool. A good reference. I never even thought about that. What is the name? Kyanite. Kyanite. That's really cool. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold on to this, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Nicely in my palm like that. I, li- I like it, buddy. Thank you. I really. I, I was. It, it says something. If I'm going to Tahoe for my seven year anniversary with my girlfriend, hey, and I'm thinking, thinking about, about you. You know, you and your girlfriend have done trips before where you th- take pictures for me and like yeah. you do you constantly think about me on vacation well when i see you more than i see my girlfriend it's kind of hard to like and this might sound gay but like it's it's hard to not think about you when i see things we we talk for so much every week well i was out last night at a couple of the benicia bars doing the benicia thing where you go out with one friend you run into another set of friends then Uh you see so-and-so's little brother and then you see you know then you make a new friend some people who are visiting yeah you know what i mean and so it was the classic benicia thing um Anyways, I was talking about you and I was talking about the podcast mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, my, my, my buddy Christian, Christian, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh man, like, so, so this guy Christian, is he a good friend? He was like, oh, he's my life partner, but you know, he doesn't like when I say that. And the guy's like, no, I get it. I get it. And I was like, yeah, see, he gets it. Oh, I'm the weird one for not getting it? No, it's not that. No, no, no. But he got it. My, my, new, my new friend. You know, as we progress with that bit of being life partners and you can't being get platonic, rid of I'm going to say, it's fine. Call me your life partner. Fuck yes. If you have to throw it on your business card and say Alejandro, life partner to Christian Baltazar. It'll just say life partner. And then like, who's the other one? Like, you got to find his card. And the oh. cards connect. <laughs> they go together. You can't understand the business cards. It says ICB. And then yours says TB. TB. Like, whoa, this is... Tuberculosis? <laughs> Alejandro, this is very inefficient for a business card. It can't be. Uh, tuberculosis? <laughs> Um, but yes, I got that, and I'm not done. I got something for us, for the studio. Ooh, what? Where are you pulling the shit out of? You are... Where are you pulling the shit out Dude, of? Dude, I hid these... What? Before the recording, I I hid these in specific locations so that you wouldn't see it. What the fuck? And I don't think that you would actually come into the studio trying to look for like well, now these I'm, hidden presents. Now I'm going to have to shake you down every time well, you come back from Well, because this isn't the, the first time that I've done this. No, I, did I this. hate being surprised. <laughs> I actually love it. I love surprises. And we could put this somewhere. Oh, fuck. It is a uh, vintage metal poster a of... Batman tin play. Look it. That's me and that's you. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was oh, asking Melissa fuck. when we were out, who do you think is Batman and who do you think is Robin? And she said, I was Batman and you're Robin because of the looks. Because like I'm like a... Because you're a, buffer. Yes. And you have like kind of the, you know, the short, dark hair and skin <laughs> of Robin. But yes, then I, I told her, thighs. I you got them thighs. Yes, you work out yes, your yes. thighs a lot. Um, Just as naked. Look, notice how he has no hair. I myself have no hair on my thighs. Would you wear shorts like that? Uh, no. No? Times have changed? <laughs> oh, yes. I, I like new Robin who like wears like a hood and, sh- and carries a sword and shit like Dude, that. Dude, Teen Titan Robin is so fucking dope. There's so many. Actually, honestly, not to detract too much. That's awesome. That's great. We are going to hang that up. Yes, Batman's fucking will. awesome. Um. I like Jason Todd's my favorite Robin, uh-huh. the one who turned into Red Hood. Um, but this is great. This is really cool. Um, yeah, and we'll hang that up somewhere. I just, I, I just saw thought, it and we had to get it. Yeah, dude. I recently, I told you I was reading Batman White Knight, which is like maybe the second time I've dipped my tone to Batman uh, stories. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a, a DC issue right now called New Frontier, which is all of the DC stories, but it takes place post World War II. So like it starts in 1945, and it's fairly um, as if superheroes were real. Like they I illegalized the masked society, so you're not allowed to be a vigilante. Um, and like they rolled it into the Committee of Un American, the guys who are like going after communists. Mm-hmm. They made it that they were also going after like superheroes uh, as masked vigilantes. So they had to like disband the Justice Society. And like the only two superheroes were Superman and Wonder Woman because they were actual like meta beings. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, in like Gotham, there's this guy, this vigilante going around. And right now, in the middle of the story, Hal Jordan just got a job working as a, a rocket engineer. And so I have a feeling he's probably going to become the Green Lantern pretty soon. Ooh. Um, it's the fact really that good. Comics have existed for so long and these stories have existed for so long. They still find something new, these new hypotheticals with these stories yeah. to make lifelong fans like you still wonder, like, ooh, I bet this is going to be Green Lantern. And the art is so cool. The art is so kish. Like, I haven't seen anything like it before. So it's really a good book. DC New Frontier. Check it out, guys. That's my... Um, recommendation for I, I wanted to ask you about you, recently you just hung out with your 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 family you got to see your niece and yes. nephew and you guys also went to Tahoe we did dude how was it man because I, I want to just preface that seeing you with your niece and nephew and how you interact with them 
I've never seen you interact with people <laughs> like that. But you are so pure. I've seen you interact with Otis's new dog, and it is so pure and wholesome that like. Hey, well, dogs and kids are great when you can give them back. Yes, being the uncle. Yes, the uncle that has to that has no ties afterwards when the kid starts crying. I always take my tie off. Yeah, there you so, go. So uh, it was really good. We had a really good time. You know, traveling uh, with kids in the time of COVID is a very interesting uh, endeavor. But they handled it great. They they are a little bit older now. Um, little Matt is eight, and Kenzo is about four. Uh, so they're old enough to like do their own thing. So well, they went to the arcades, you know, we went and hung out. And when they went up to the rooms to go to bed, you know, we're pretty confident that they're just going to stay there. All, you know what I mean? So that's cool. Um, it, it was fun. It was a good trip. Uh, in your trip, you stayed at an Airbnb or did you stay in a hotel? We stayed at an Airbnb, nice. which, you know, the feeling of like getting an Airbnb and you're not really sure if the pictures are just there to yeah. fool you. Because sure. a number of times I've like opened the door to an Airbnb and I'm like, this looks nothing like it was advertised. <laughs> Really? Might as well just fucking put a shit stain on the wall because some of these places look real dirty. But this place was impeccable, super clean, and only five minutes away from downtown. Isn't everything five minutes away from downtown in South Lake? Were no, you on I, the Nevada side or the California side? California side. Oh. And, he, because it's, and it's crazy because since I haven't been out and about drinking yep. since uh, COVID, um, trying to just get a drink at a restaurant you can't do anymore because of the California law saying like, hey, you got to buy some French fries or like some sweet potato tots if you want to get a drink. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And that was surprising. You didn't know that? Well, no, because like I haven't done that. Like, That's really common. As of late, I've Melissa and I have just been picking up food to go or That's like true. door dashing, right? I've been, I've been, you know, quarantine dating. So I'm f- very familiar with the food. You get rules. it. Yeah. 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 Let me get this and this and then whatever you guys got because they always have something peanuts or something small just to kind of get to, to so that you can get your drinks. Asso- yeah, to associate it with the drink so that you can legally obtain it. Mm-hmm. And in some places are just like fuck it, bro. Just yeah, whatever. It's it's fine. Like we'll just give pay, you the just drinks. Just pay in cash. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> pay under the table. Don't kiss me. Um. Wow. Always it turns out kissing. I- don't make me feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm not making you feel There's bad. There's a lot of sweatshirt stores in Southlake, though. So do you know where which one you got that one? Earthbound. On? Nice. Very nice. Earthbound Shout is Earthbound. a dope place. Yes, it is. Um, And I don't know. It was just a perfect day when I'd gone there because I almost cried when I saw live music, dude. Because I hadn't seen live music since... 2019. I think the last concert I went to was in the middle of 2019, and little did I know, once 2020 hit, that I wouldn't see someone on stage playing a guitar or singing. Was it Michael Bublé? I what? Oh, the last person I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were saying who I saw at Lake Tahoe yeah, was Michael Bublé. No, it was Wolfpack, and mm. um, but I did go to see Michael Bublé. I took my parents there earlier in 2019. Um, but this first person was just like a guitarist and I was telling Melissa like, shut up. I'm about, I'm tearing up. I'm about, I'm about to tear up. <laughs> She's like trying to propose to you and you're like, shut the fuck up. I'm watching this. Oh, shut the fuck up. I mean, this, that looks important, but like, no, uh, what this person's playing What's guitar. going on over there? That, I mean, it's wild. You were telling me downtown they got live music now. Yeah. Yeah. Where was the live music that you want? Was it right at that, um, Right like, at the corner, there's yep, a burger yep. spot, California Burger. Yes, I So know. right outside, they have like this mini stage, and there was this guy playing out there. And it was just fucking beautiful, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then like right before we left yesterday, um, on our way to the car, I started hearing music. <laughs> and I thought it was like just music from a speaker. And it was like some old time croony music. It was like, It Had to Be You by mm. Frank Sinatra. And... I was like, oh, what, let's get closer. And Melissa was just telling me, oh, I think it's just like coming from the speaker. And it was this guy like singing uh, old crooner tunes. And it, like he was singing one of my favorite songs. I left my heart in San Francisco. And I was already kind of drunk. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Is no one else freaking out like this either? Just me nerding out on the side. And I don't know, man. It, it felt really good to go out. Yeah. Like it, it, blow, it did blow my mind how many people were out and about as if covid did not exist i mean there were some like regulations you know be masked up here and there but some people just didn't really give a shit and so still that blew my mind well you know people are getting vaccinated i'm seeing more and more people without masks and i think it's because they're vaccinated i hope yes um Um, in sacramento there's a a comedy place there called comedy spot hmm. and um what's interesting what they're doing is they're doing like shows outside like on the sidewalk but they're doing it in a fashion, like a silent disco type of fashion, where you like you reserve a table for two, and it comes with like two headphones, and you put on the headphones, and uh, you enjoy comedy that way. That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. What's the worst idea you've ever heard? I think the car shows are really dumb. 
where people like sit in their cars and then like the, oh you know, like Bert, what Bert, Bert Kreischer was doing is for doing a while. That. I mean, if it works, it works. But uh, I, how does that even people honk their horns and flash their lights at you and they think something's funny? Like, yeah, that's a weird way to receive to sh- positive reinforcement. Yeah, like oh, you like that, and it just like blinds you <laughs> while you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could do that. At some point, you get annoyed, right? Right? That's going to happen. Because if I'm in the crowd, that's what I'm going to do. Do you like drive-in movie theaters, though? Did that work for you? I do like drive-in movie theaters. There's only a handful of them left in the world, much like dinosaurs. But uh, they're great. <laughs> Just a handful? Only a handful. Let's not get out of hand here. Um, I thought those were going to age out early on. The fact that they still exist blows my mind. Well, and with COVID, they kind of got another surge in them because people were like, well, I want to go to the movies and this is a way for me to stay in the car and be cool. And Oh, that does make sense. I'm ready for movie theaters to open. In fact, I was just telling somebody Same. today, I was like, I can't wait to go sit in a dirty movie theater with shitty popcorn and watch a movie. What was the last movie that you saw in theaters? Oh, that god awful Star Wars movie. Oh, that was the last one? Rise of Skywalker or whatever. Okay, did that really piss you off, though? Yeah. At a certain point, you, were able, you weren't able to turn your mind off. As it's a, a fine movie. Uh-huh. But if you were to tell me that that was going to be the last time I ever got to go to movie theaters, yeah, that would not have been the one that I picked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, And as of right now... I've pretty much been told that's the last movie you'll ever see in movie theaters. Bloodshot was my last movie. Ooh. And it, I, that's worth seeing in theaters. I got it. I had to go. It got cut off. I didn't finish. Huh? I didn't finish the movie because I ended up going during like my lunch at work. And so it's limited, right? <laughs> and so I had to go back because I couldn't. I can't watch it. So you don't know how it ends. Movie. I have no idea how it ends. For I know it's not that popular of a movie, but I'll say it. I avoided spoilers for Bloodshot. Is that should we add that to our list? I would love to do Bloodshot. I, I like Vin Diesel a lot when he doesn't talk, so I think that's a good one. Yes, he barely talks in that. Yes, 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 yes. But he is fucking shit up. Have you seen the Suicide Squad trailer? No, I've not. So good. I think James Gunn is one of the best directors adapting comic books and television stuff into movies. Like he did he did a great job with Guardians. He did an incredible job with, with Suicide Squad. Looks like it's gonna be a great film. He did a good job with Scooby Doo. Like he's a good fucking director dude yeah i have faith in him brightburn was really interesting especially able to turn around how bad the first suicide squad was again based on after seeing snyder's justice league cut i think warner brothers fucked that movie up too let me ask you what other movies and it doesn't have to be comic book related movies do you think had potential but it was like corporations just uh filtered them down dumbed them down into into bad movies Interesting. I think a lot of rom-coms get boiled down to nothingness. I think when like rom-coms were really popular, they would they found it so boilerplate and so formulaic that they were just plugging and playing people in there. When they when they stumbled upon a good mix, they didn't even let like um, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. right? They made about two or three movies together, and then they suddenly swapped her out with like Sarah Jessica Parker, and then started putting in like Katherine Heigl and shit. Like it's like no 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 that was the that was the duo. You should have you should have saved that. But mm-hmm. no, the execs were moving around and shuffling pieces and changing things around. And- it's crazy how you could see that in some movies. Like when you read the trivia, the IMDb trivia, and they're like, it was originally supposed to be Kate Hudson. A whole different movie. And yet you're like, whoa! You can tell that this was rushed and that that character wasn't written for that actress yep. or actor, right? Or even like when they you ever seen the movie Jack Frost? Yeah. When with the snowman, the guy who turns into a snowman. Yeah. That puppet, the snowman puppet, was made for George Clooney. That's why it looks like George Clooney, not Michael Keaton. Oh, and they switched him out last minute. Last minute, he George Clooney dropped out of Jack Frost to do Batman. Uh-huh. And Michael Keaton stepped in and took over the role of Jack Frost, but they didn't have time to change the puppet to look like Michael Keaton. So that's why that snowman kind of looks like George Clooney. That is wild. Yeah. Okay, now did you look up these movie facts when you were a kid? And just were fascinated as a child. I was one of the first people to get on IMDb. I might be IMDb's like third person to visit their website because I've always been a fan of the international movie database. Were you looking up IMDb on like an old ass computer? Yeah, hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah, dude. It existed for that long? Me and my brother used to love looking at like budgets and looking at like who could have been in it. Like that's always the, the director's commentary, the deleted scenes and shit like that. That was almost more of my favorite part than the movie. Like we'd watch a whole movie and then we'd watch all the special features or watch the, dude, the director's commentary. That's what, oh my gosh, that's what I missed about like dvds when you would have the home menu and you could go to select a scene or deleted uh yeah deleted that's, scenes that's or director's why, commentary that's why i like buying films through apple 
uh-huh. and having it on my Apple TV because if they have special features like that, you get the iTunes extras, you get those special features. You get the commentaries. You get the black and white version of Logan all in oh. your six ninety nine purchase of a movie. Yeah. And that's what I like about... Do I own it physically? No. Could Apple take that movie back from me at any time? Probably. I think legally they can. But yeah. for right now, I don't think Apple's going anywhere. The whole thing is like, if Apple collapses, you'll never get your music or your money and your, it's all gone now. It's like, yeah, but is Apple going to collapse? It's not going to collapse in our lifetime. We'll be no, long gone. No, 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 no. My kids and my kids' kids will have figured something else. And let's say out. let's say Apple does suddenly start going bankrupt tomorrow. There's going to be another company that's going to be able to step in and take over. Yeah, at that point. It'll what do you think pear. that company is? Pair. Oh, you legitimately think they're just going to be... I feel like... It's like when Polaroid went out of business. Uh, and then like uh, other companies were just like, okay, well, we'll make Polaroid film then. Or we'll make film that fits into Polaroid cameras and we won't call it Polaroid until, you know, because we don't own that name anymore. Dude, we live in like a society where it's not just one company that is... Uh, I mean, yes, Apple is is a master at what it does. Sure. But there are other companies trying to compete at it ready for one... There's one Slip thing up. that Apple slips up on, boom, uh, we're going to take over. Like, I'm not surprised. I mean, we live in a capitalist world. Hell yeah. People, that's opportunity. People think that's crisis when Apple tumbles and takes uh, and just loses. Android's going to come up some fucking... I don't know. I don't believe in Android. I think I've been rubbing off on you a little bit too much. <laughs> Apple's cool, dude. I was just talking to you about my Apple Watch. So I went, when I went to Tahoe... Too many devices to charge. I uh, gotta already focus on charging my phone, which is already hard to remember. I'm the I'm the part of the population that lets my phone deplete to one percent, oh, and then I think, so bad okay, for your phone. I hear it's good. You're supposed to let your battery deplete. Now, when you overcharge your phone, that's like you're giving it too much juice. That's also bad. But iPhones now have that automatic cutoff. Well, like when I plug my phone in at night, mm-hmm. it'll charge to a point, and then it'll give me the message. It'll say, "We'll finish charging at two in the morning," mm-hmm. and then it'll finish the last ten percent at two in the morning for me. Oh shit! That's right. There are settings like that, huh? Uh, and I, yeah, so you know what I mean. I have a little docking station next to my bed, so I take my watch off. Boom, watch. I have AirPods. Click AirPods. I take my phone. Boom. Imagine kid Alex seeing what your electronic oh, I, routine is. I'm like a secret agent. Honestly, eight year old Alex would look at if I had to like do a pocket dump. Me and what eight year old Alex had, it'd be fairly the same. Like uh-huh. he had a Game Boy and I have an iPhone and he had a deck of cards and I still carry a deck of cards. <laughs> and like, you know, I have a cell phone and he probably had a, a toy with him too. So like I've always carried a bunch of shit in my pockets. And as men, we got very lucky to have pockets. Um so we've always yes. been able to carry a bunch Shout of shit. Shout out girls for somehow fitting whatever you gotta fit into your jeggings, Vaginas. leggings. Oh. <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. right. I'm yes, I'm right in that sense. Um, But also, they have purses, which I don't know how you deal with because you could lose so many things in a fucking purse. Well, it's like a bag. It's like a backpack. I'm very interested in maybe bringing back the idea of a briefcase. You should do it. I think it would be awesome. My laptop could fit in there. I can have all my stuff in there. And who's gonna say something? I mean, people will say stuff. People will say something. Everybody. In fact, everybody. Can you imagine going up to a bar and like being like, um. Two two whiskeys, please, and I'll pay for it in cash. Click 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 click. Yeah, because your wallet's in your briefcase. One hundred. <laughs> or your wallet is your briefcase. That's a little too much. Okay, how my about my wallet is in my watch now. Have you ever been the rolling backpack kid? No. <laughs> no, but I did kick a <laughs> did kick a kid's rolling backpack down that big hill in Why middle school. Why would you do that? Just fuck rolling backpacks, bro. No, well sometimes no, they're just saving their spines. Fuck that. Their when you get older, fucking kids. I don't know. Back back problems are becoming more and more apparent the older we get. Yeah, for bitches. I bet they have strong ass backs, and ain't nobody calling them strong backed rolling backpack kids bitches nowadays. Oh yeah, name three people who have rolling backpacks right now that are in Fortune 500 companies. I don't know. That's and I don't you know. Can't think of any. I bet you. Uh, Zuckerberg at one point in his life had a rolling backpack. I can guarantee not because according to that movie, he didn't even like carry shit to his classes. He wore flip flops and shit. He was a horrible student. I'm going to flip it on you and you're going to say, you're listening to a fucking movie? Because you know if I were to use that movie fact on you, you'd say, Christian, that's a movie. Yeah, but this is a David Fincher movie. Oh, my apologies. Okay, let's see. Other celebrities that probably had rolling backpacks. George Clooney, honestly, at some point, George Clooney went to school in like 1880. That man is a million years old. Man, okay. Are you the type of person that carries luggage and not use the wheels? Luggage? For oh. luggage, yes. Um, it's the same concept. No, it's... No. Luggage is basically rolling backpacks, but for travel. Yes, except sometimes my luggage case is significantly bigger than any backpack I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but these rolling backpack kids 
are usually the kids that carry all their textbooks throughout high school. Mm, and That's also a problem. They're just about as heavy. You know I'm not a fan of rolling backpacks because senior year, I didn't even have a backpack. What did you... Oh, you carried like I, a notebook. I had notebook. like a folder. Yeah, I just carried the folder around everywhere. Interesting. Now, is your back strong? For Incredibly not having to carry... strong. Okay. Because I have like a weird... I have a weird back. I'll say it right now. I have like a big but weird curved back. And uh-huh. I think it's because... I don't think I have scoliosis. No, I don't. It's there's there's it's a I think it's a, a weird way that my muscles grow on my back. Like if you do look at me, I'd look like a my chest is big, but my back is also also big, and then I just have like a tiny butt. You kind of have like a round. I look like a light bulb from like a yeah. You from do. A, <laughs> I hate that you're agreeing with my light no, bulb. No, you don't. No, sorry. Hey, it's not like I'm gonna edit this and make your body into a light bulb, right? <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll edit this, what I just said, and I'll turn my body into Stand a light up bulb. sideways and show them. Light bulb. <laughs> That's enough time. That was uh, perfect, actually, because your head was just cut off out of the screen, so it'll be just your body will be in the light bulb. Hop on YouTube to see my light bulb body. But that's what it was. Sounds like you're offering to show people your penis. Um, <laughs> For the Patreon and OnlyFans. Okay, Let question. me show you my light bulb. If you, if you were like a celebrity and your dick pics came out, how would you react? Would you pay to get them offline or would you just No, you can't. Own it? You just got to let it go. The problem would be is is um my penis ain't winning anybody over. No one's going to see that and be like, "Holy shit." You know what I mean? Huh. Like it's really my personality and the fact that uh, I'm really really great at talking um that gets girls. Uh, and then the rest is like bearable, you know what I mean? Oh, so, I see. Um but so cats out of the bag. I would not like it because people are revealing my magician secret. Um, oh. That's really why I wouldn't. Well, like it. I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. People see my balls. I don't think people could really. I have big balls. That that's fine. Yeah. See, that's fine. And the, you said that you said that sentence more confidently than you said the past minute of you describing your dick. So now I'm curious as to what your dick looked like as opposed to your balls, because it sounds like you have the best balls in the world, and your your penis is like yeah, yeah, so so. How's your ball penis ratio? I don't know. It, it is what it is. What I was going to say is that, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. It is what it is. And I think it's made some people happy. And I'm <laughs> confident about it. At least one for sure. At least one. She stuck around for seven years. And I think she And your dip- mother's a champ of a woman. That's terrible. <laughs> and you stay away from my mother. <laughs> um, oh, God. I don't think the aesthetic of one's junk is really depictive of their performance in bed. And I think genitalia is gross on both men and women. I think just like... No. I think girls have beautiful... I I mean, I've seen a vagina by itself, and I've seen a penis by itself. Hands down, would go toward the vagina. Oh, yeah, for sure. That has nothing to do with my sexual orientation. I think think that's exactly what sexual orientation is, actually. Um, But no, just think of it. Like, a penis is gross, and a vagina is weird, and, like, its buttholes are even weirder. But then, like, when you're in the heat of the moment, um, like that uh, Rush song. Is that Rush? Or is it Asia? In the heat of the moment. I think it's Asia. Um, So I'm just saying, genitalia... Just all around, not the not the prettiest. It's the reason why we keep it covered up all the time, bro. No. If it was pretty, like our faces, I don't know. There's a lot more genitalia that I'd rather see than some people's faces. Whoa! Whoa, that's rude. I'm sorry. Whoa. That's that's really rude. That's I the greatest would... sentence you've ever said. This I is don't incredible. Think so. Wow! <laughs> Can you imagine walking up to someone saying, "Hey, put that away." And show that. Oh, you go to jail for that. That's terrible. No, 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 no. If or you, you get elected president. Oh, fuck, dude. The world we live in. The world we live in. No, that was like a super bad quote where um, Jonah Hill says, have you ever seen a vagina by itself? Eh, not for me. And no, I mean, I guess it's all dependent on, on the person. I think that right now is a good time to stop talking about yes, genitalia. Yes, yes. Would you like to do an improv scene? I would love to do an improv Perfect. scene. Perfect. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, highly irrelevant. Um, Mr. Middleton, to the principal's office, Mr. Middleton. Oh, damn it. You know, you think you get a job at the school and they won't call you to the principal's office, but they still fucking do it. Better put this bottle of liquor away. Mr. Middleton, we won't say it again to the principal's office, Mr. Middleton. I can't walk any faster. They know they put me in the furthest classroom away from the principal's office. Two minutes later. Mr. Middleton, this is your final warning. If you are not here, the hi, next... Hi, 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 hi. Mr. Middleton, please have a seat. So the... You must be wondering why you're being asked to the principal's office today. And um, I just got to lay it on you. 
You've been working here for five years as the school custodian, and you've been killing it. But a lot of the staff and I have been speaking about the way you present yourself, and we don't want you to be a bad example to the students, but you got to get rid of that rolling backpack. You're what? not even a student. you got to get rid of that rolling backpack. Uh, I'm sorry, this is... it's. Mr. Rhodes, I didn't think that it was that big of a problem. It's a huge deal, and the only reason why we haven't said anything about it is because we didn't want to hurt your feelings. But well, they're they're pretty hurt, Mr. Rhodes. Well, I my mean, father invented the rolly backpack in 1942. We've heard this spiel so many times. Well, then I'm going to lay it on you one more time. Yes, my father I invented, invented the, the rolly backpack, backpack in 1942, 1942 when yes. many children had broken, broken spines. spines. I know. They had an increase in scoliosis four hundred fold. <laughs> Yes, we've heard it so many times, Mr. Middleton. And to be honest, and to be frank, we... I would like you to be yourself, sir. I am going to be myself, Jim Rhodes, and I'm going to be frank with you. So confusing. You need to get rid of that. You've told us too many times, and at this point, it is pretentious. Can I show you something, sir? What? Hang on a sec. You put that monstrosity away. This is a chart of children's spines as they've gotten progressively worse as the time has gone on. This is where we are currently in 2021. This is where we were in 1986. Look at that rise. Hockey stick growth in back pains. Another chart for you, sir. This one is a pie chart of children who love rolly things. These children love rolly things that bounce. These children love rolly things that are multi-utility tools. And this small sliver of children who like rolling things down hills. Those are weird kids. We don't like talking about those. Last chart for you, sir, and please, I'm almost done with my pitch. Hurry it up. I am selling these backpacks now for $4.99 each. And the thing is, if you buy two right now, hang on, hang on. If you buy two right now, I'll give you a third rolly backpack free of cost. You just have to pay for it. Shipping and handling. Mr. Middleton, this is also another reason as to why I need to speak with you is because not only are you sporting your rolling backpack, but you're trying to sell them to these kids that don't have jobs. Well, they're buying candy from Mr. Lopez. And that's completely fine. Mr. Lopez has a pig farm and he needs to support his family. So he has a pig farm and he's a working teacher and he's selling candy to you kids? You are the son of the CEO of Rolling Backpacks Incorporated. And I'm doing you a favor by working here because I love children. And that's great. But the way that you've been... Trying to you know, don't support your side hustle with these rolling backpacks. It's it's inappropriate. Cut to, uh, cut to, the end of fifth period, and Mr. Middleton is standing outside of one of the classrooms trying to sell his rolling backpacks. Hey kid. Hey hey, hey Mr. Middleton. Hey uh, how's I, your back? I got it. You said hey, this last week. How's it's, your back? It's fine. I'm seeing a chiropractor. Oh. It's totally un. It's totally unrelated to backpacks. I'll see you later. How much do your parents pay? I'm trying to get going. How much going. do your parents pay per session of that chiropractor? They pay two fifty a session. And let me ask you, do you call that chiropractor doctor? Yes, I do, because that's what by <laughs> well, law. Well, he's not a doctor. He went to a uh, certificate program, and he paid for that shit to become a chiropractor. You shouldn't call him How doctor. How do you know that? Are you a chiropractor? Uh, no, because I'm not a sham yogi artist who just fools people with... Listen, kid. What? what? No, I've seen, I've seen the different types. Don't. You're just... It's very awkward. You're putting it in front of me. I also took the liberty to get a copy of all your textbooks and put them in here already. Just feel the heavier it is, the better it rolls. You realize if if I use this rolling backpack, the kids are going to stone me. No, no. These are anti-stone backpacks. I You keep making things up? <laughs> what do you mean? Anti- Just because I have a rolling backpack does not change the laws of physics. No, no, no. They, they can still throw rocks at me and I still get hurt. They can try, but the backpack will defend you. Nope. Sticks and stones may break my bones and that's and backpacks it. backpacks save your lives. Never heard of it in my life. That's what my father told me every day. Every day my father told me that. You call my father a liar? That's hard to believe. Are you calling my father a liar? Cut to back in the day when... <laughs> Mr. Middleton Sr. would tell Mr. Middleton Jr. about these rolling backpacks. I'll be Mr. Middleton Sr. <laughs> Dad, I'm going to go to school now. I'm taking the purple one today. Um, the kids are going to bully me. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going get, to get out of here. What an alcoholic. Cut, Cut back. back. <laughs> <laughs> My father loved me. I that's, I find that very hard to believe. You call me a liar? Yes, I found. I, there's Google exists, and I googled your father. He was an alcoholic. He was a raging alcoholic that didn't love you. <laughs> he was. Cut to Mr. Middleton's therapy session. And then the kid told me that my dad was a raging alcoholic, and it's just like, 
who's teaching fourth graders how to Google about janitors? And like, they're just so vicious and mean. And here I am just trying to help them with their backpacks. I noticed it's you're still using your briefcase. And yes, stuff. I mean, briefcases Talk are the, that's the, they're back. It's, it's the fad. Um, it's 2021, Mr. Middleton. These kids are curious. And of course, they're going to Google and fact check you constantly, especially if you are a pathological liar. I'm sorry, what was that word? Pathological liar? I don't know if I've ever heard that word before. Pathological? No. Liar. That's the one. You've never heard of the word liar? Like I sleep on the floor? Um, no. Very funny. You should be a comedian, not really a salesman. But Mr. Middleton, it seems I'm a that, janitor. Um, I'm so, yes. Yes, you are a, a janitor. And you're trying to sell your backpacks to these, uh, to these kids. Not just kids. What? Also adults. Adults can use these backpacks. I know someone I gave you still in the corner over there. That, and that's fantastic. I mean, you can't lose them all. I'm, I'm sure that there's a statistic in your sales in which you are actually making the sales. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a... Mr. Middleton, this is our, our last session. And I was hoping that we could use this uh, constructively. But it's the same story over and over whenever you come here. Um, so I'm just going to let you go. Are you firing me? <laughs> it's been very stressful being your therapist. Did- <laughs> Did my principal, I, you know, earlier I got fired from my job also. Is, he, your, is your brother the principal of my school? Is your brother Jim Rhodes? He, he, Are you Frank Rhodes? It's, yes. You don't know You're my Dr. name by Frank now. Rhodes. That's Holy me. Holy fucking shit. Cut to your uh, life at home. <laughs> honey, honey. No, 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 no. It's, I made your favorite and you kind of stopped doing that. You keep right now. It's turning into the boy that cried wolf because you do that five times a week. Now eat your steak. Scene. Scene. <laughs> I was waiting. I didn't know if you wanted to like. I was kind of interested in your, hey, your very life. intense. Very, <laughs> you know, that's um in an alternate universe. There is an Alejandro who is living that reality. <laughs> that an Alejandro that is pro rolling backpack. And the son of the creator of Rolling Backpack. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. Did it really irk you that much to see someone like what? happened in your childhood for you to dislike kids with rolling backpacks like one time my dad was like uh, oh i'll buy you a rolly backpack and i was like no dad only the special kids have those and my dad goes you're special mm-hmm. and i was like no not that kind of special oh that's what you meant by that yeah no but <laughs> how about heelys did you have heelys as a I kid currently own a pair of heelys there you go that's way cooler is it i'm sorry is this even a debate yeah, rolling rolling heelys are way cooler than yeah. I've never. Backpacks. This is the second time in my life I've ever wanted to slap you in the face, and <laughs> this, this, urge, is the- this urge is the strongest one I've ever had. <laughs> trying to tell me that I'm heelys sorry. are as cool as rolly backpacks. I'm sorry, I just wanted you to be devil's fuck. advocate. Oh, the other day I was out with somebody who's equally a devil's advocate as myself. Mm-hmm. Also, a very smart gentleman himself, but. Um, I do realize that he's generally the smartest person in the room until I'm there, in which case, no, I'm the smartest man in the room. What is that? How high on the list is that your objective to be the smartest person in the room? Because knowing you, I see you flip that switch where it's like, oh, Alejandro's meeting new people. And I can see you like thinking of like in terms of like what the conversation is, like what are the fun facts that you have loaded already? Or what are the devil's advocate uh, tools that you have in your back pocket to like make someone be like, I, 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 uh, I didn't even know I was in an argument with you, but you're right, I guess. Thank you. And I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Yesterday at the bar, I was wearing a Dodgers hat, and this guy, and I always got shit for wearing a Dodgers hat. And this guy comes in, he's like, Oh man, is that a Dodgers hat? And I go, oh, I'm sorry, you said it wrong. It's the world championship winning Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> and this is why you wear the Dodgers hat. <laughs> you wear it not only because you're proud of uh, the team, yes, yes, but you you crave that kind of like uh conversation yes Yes. that's why i wear an ace hat in orange county Mm. that's because people who are angels fans down there don't oh so it's strategic you know it can be Mm -hmm. i also am a fan of both the a's and the dodgers teach me things that i can say for someone that doesn't really know sports that much if someone were to if i were to wear some sort of like uh sports related paraphernalia how what are things that i could say without really knowing sports Mm -hmm. that could Give me the upper hand in that conversation immediately. Let's say I'm wearing like a Niners jacket because I do own a Niners jacket. You do, jacket. you do. What kind of question? People are like, hey, are you a Niners fan? Is that uh, what they're asking you? Sure, sure. But let's say let's say they're approaching it as for me to already know that they're anti-Niners. Like they're also wearing that same jacket, but it's Raiders? 
Sure. Yes. Let's say. Let's say I'm talking to a my a, brother, a Raider. Yes, a Raider fan. Um. Hmm. You know, honestly, sportsmanship has come quite a quite a long way. I think there are every once in a while you get those bad stories of like that that Giants fan who got the shit kicked out of him in L.A. and then that Dodgers fan who got the shit kicked out of him in San Francisco and then people in Boston are always beating the shit out of people wearing the wrong colors. So like it it happens, but I don't think it happens quite a bit. I've worn. Charger colors at Oakland Stadium during Raiders games um, and have had people scream and yell at me and then buy me a beer right after. Mm-hmm. Or as I'm walking through the tailgates, call me a bitch and then offer me a hot dog because, you know, that's it's part of the ebb and flow of a rivalry team like the Chargers yeah. and the Raiders. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's still a game. We're all here to enjoy the football game, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there are hooligans who take it too far, but, you know, you, you got to... You almost have to look for assholes, right? Mm. And and you'll find you'll find whatever you look for. But they're usually outliers. Sure, I think you. I mean, I've never felt. I'll tell you the one time I did feel unsafe was when I wore a Charger jersey at the old Candlestick Stadium when the Niners used to play there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like maybe fourteen or fifteen, um, and that was like the first time I had like people yell at me and like throw shit at me, uh, and I didn't like really understand what it was. But they were actually really mean about it, as opposed to when I went to the Raiders as an older you know gentleman as and, and a Chargers same jersey. Yeah, no problems. Wow, really? Okay. And you would think the Raider Stadium would be meaner. That's what the stereotype is about Raiders fans, right? There was a time when there were more felons on the San Francisco 49ers than there were on the Raiders. Oh, and that was a Fact. A, a short period of time? It was like one of those things. Like, it was right before I believe the Raiders left Oakland, too. Those all the things, because they had like, uh, fuck, what was that guy's name? The Niners have a notorious problem of, um, you know what it is, is their players beat their wives so hard that they never beat anybody on the field that's mm. the problem with the 49ers what was the documentary about <laughs> that football player that was charged with murder aaron hernandez aaron hernandez yeah yeah and that i've never watched the documentary but oh, it's like, intense I, i've heard about podcasts talking about it and it sounded so depressing that i was like i'm not gonna watch this it's intense it's also intense for somebody like me who like watched him play football it's mm-hmm. crazy like he he really is a, a spectacular tight end um, um, which makes the story even that much more heartbreaking, right? And which is also the title that his boyfriend gave him, A Spectacular Tight End. Oh, got him there. Got him, zinger. Boom. Sorry, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, no, don't fuck come you. looking Don't murder us. people. Yeah, don't do that. That's yeah, really no, bad. No, it's fine. Uh, what? It's not fine that he did it. It's fine that I made the joke. Oh, it's fine that you made the joke. Although I guess I shouldn't beguile people who were dead, mm. but at the same time. No, nah, but just, you know, people, regardless of living or dead, should make good choices or bad choices that... You know, don't make, don't kill people is what we're trying to say. He was a wannabe gangster who played too much with guns. I did wear um, that Niners jacket. The Niners jacket that I'm talking about is a I vintage exactly jacket. Yeah. I wore it all throughout high school. I know exactly. I got it from my grandfather after he passed. And I remember I wore it to, uh, to pick up this girl uh, that I was going to take out for a, a date. And she gave me no information that her father was a diehard Raiders fan. And so I walked in meeting this girl's father for the first time, shook his hand. Um, and I was like, How co- he might as well should have because uh, he should have, I would have liked it the way he looked at me. I wouldn't have liked it, but since I respected the man so much, I would have just dealt with the spit on my face. You should have doubled down, bro. When you meet somebody like that, who doesn't like your team, you double down and you just like, there's a reason why they don't like them. Generally because your team wins, mm-hmm. your team probably has a better record. And like, and then for me, like as a Chargers fan, like people just always talk shit because there's not a lot of Chargers fans out mm-hmm. there. Um, so like, you just have to be ready. But also to take into back. consideration like how I was at 15 years old. Like I was very avoidant Brutal. of conflict, especially given the the power dynamic. For sure. And me not really knowing sports, like how far to take, how far sportsmanship can go in terms of com- being competitive. Anytime you meet a Raiders fan, yeah, just ask them one question. What is it? Just when was the last time you made a post that said? Oh yeah, the Raiders are in playoffs. Fuck, dude. You um, want me to get shot because instead. it's never fucking happened. <laughs> there has never been a Facebook post that says the Raiders are in the playoffs because ever since Facebook's been created, the Raiders haven't been in playoffs. So, <laughs> Holy fuck, uh, dude. you know, how about how about you win a couple of games first? This is how you do it. This yeah, is how you do yeah, it. Exactly. Saying something like that. Let's say if I was a Raiders fan, how would a Raiders fan generally respond to that? Probably like that because there is because that's a factual statement. Oh, they would laugh. The thing is, when you get into verbal arguments. Um, is that you should do it in such a way that is witty and comical, very much like a stand-up comedian. Like if you're throwing insults toward a certain person or group of people, it better fucking be funny or else you're just going to be a dick. My favorite thing is when you're arguing with somebody and you say something that's so unthought of uh, that it it makes them laugh. Like, Mm -hmm. Like making fun of something that they like 
Uh, like whenever I meet like a Trump supporter, sometimes I'll make fun of them of just the fact doesn't matter what political party you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll make like a joke that's pretty, pretty middle of the road. And like even they start laughing. Mm-hmm. Like one of my bits for a while was how uh, when Trump ran his first campaign, how much fucking energy that guy had. That guy was almost 70 years old and fucking doing like three cities in a day. That's unheard of. It literally almost killed Hillary Clinton. It almost killed Bernie Sanders. Like Joe Biden barely survived his campaign. Like, I imagine he was doing smelling salts right before he would go up and uh, give a speech. No, dude, he's just on a bunch of meth. Like it's a fact that he is taking a, a diet pill that you're only supposed to be on for six months he's been taking it for like 20 years he looks like he's dying um i will say it doesn't look healthy have you been in the bathtub for too long and you've looked at your thumb that's what that's what trump looks like now that's pretty funny actually it's just <laughs> a little dehydrated and wrinkly and like uh but you, you know what the president he's a bitch nobody leaves the white house like looking good Mm. Everybody comes out of there haggard. Yeah, you saw Obama. Obama came in like with a with a clean cut, lined up. Cool. He was the cool. He was playing basketball. Hair. Yeah. And when he left, he had like a a walker and like somebody with a dialysis bag hooked mm-hmm. up to him. It's insane what they do to you in the White House. They mess you up. What goes on? He was healthy up until that last day, and then the Secret Service just beat the shit out of him. They're just like, sorry, Fact. President, we gotta make you look like this, or else it's gonna make the job look like it's too easy. Look what we did to Kennedy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a, uh, yeah, yes, no, he, his last day of of presidency, mind blowing, yes, uh, brain blast. You know, you kind of <laughs> stepped on my joke with that one, but that's fine. That's fine. Did I step on it? Well, I mean, you threw the brain blast is kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. In my mind, that was heightening. You were adding to it. I was adding. I, I feel like it was to... kind of, it was kind of detracting. No, it's just like, that's probably how my discomfort comes off. Yeah, yeah. When well, I'm these not are ready. definitely bad jokes. I definitely like making jokes like this, especially to like the older generation. If you make a good well-timed Kennedy joke. Mm-hmm. Because people like, I think, especially the older generation, like, we're told not to joke about it. Because, of course, it was uh-huh. a horrible event. Then, you know, but now it's been like so long where if you're kind of like, man, where is that? Okay, so as, a, the line? as an aspiring immediately. comedian. Immediately. You should make jokes about things immediately after no, they happen no, because it helps, no. it helps the grieving process. No, it depends. It depends. There's Time is still a factor. Oh, no. But realistically, how much time has to pass before you can make a joke about someone or something where someone won't say, whoa, 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 too soon? As long as the joke is good, it doesn't matter. It takes as long as it takes to craft a good joke. Well, it also depends on like how and who you're delivering the to. situation. Yeah, you was. can't be at ground zero with all those firemen at that that pub that they all hang out in and be like, <laughs> "So 9/11's a joke, right?" And then no, you gotta you gotta read the room. That's really yeah. fucked up. But yeah. if you're like if you're like hanging out with some with one of your busters behind the behind the bar and he, he's like smoking a cigarette and he looks up and he's like, "You know, man, chemtrails are kind of like the thing that are keeping us all down." You're like, "Totally, dude." Mm-hmm. And 9/11 was an inside job, and he'd be like, "Totally, bro." And then you're like, "That's but what I do." That's such a specific private audience. But yes. like in terms of what we're what we're trying to do, we are throwing these jokes to potentially millions of people. Oh, that's kind of you to think, right? <laughs> that's very nice of you. But to really, think. though, if we're let's say we're on stage in front of like 40, 50 people, which is more realistic, when I'd feel more comfortable back. doing it if I have you as a partner on stage. Ah, oh, this is that's our thing. You make you make the joke, and then to make it seem more like it's a joke, my reaction has to be yes. apparent. Yeah. And also, uh-huh. like, your, your reaction, so people know that I'm joking. People, like, can see that I, it, I, like, I always do better when I have a wingman or something, you know? Like, yeah. because then I can, like, bounce off and, um... I like being your wingman. Oh, you're a great wingman. Do you really think so? Yeah. How so? Do you have, like, specific examples from the past? We don't have to name any names, where I just, like, it was just, like, Christian, good job. This, that was the perfect time to disengage. Like, I got it from here, Christian. Because I do pride myself in being that... Uh, playing that role. This is going to sound really bad, but I've never noticed that portion of it. But where I notice it is when, like, if we're in a group or something and I need to say something or I need to get something across, I can defer to you to kind of set up a conversation and you'll kind of know where I'm leading things and then I can kind of manipulate the group that way. Mm -hmm. Like, you just kind of, this is, again, so horrible and I can't believe I'm showing my magic tricks. You're kind of like my third hand in a conversation Mm -hmm. where, like, if I'm starting to lose control of the crowd... (laughs) <laughs> I can't have you like help me get it back on track about me. Uh huh. I don't think it sounds. What's making it sound horrible is a you pointing it out. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yes. And using like and also these uh, uh, these metaphors that you're using in that explanation. I think you easily could have said you just helped me out like in conversation with some people. Like when I yes, that's don't know what to talk about. That's what I should have <laughs> easily said. could have oh, said that. Fuck. That's what I meant. That is 100 percent what I meant too, though. <laughs> and baddies, don't worry. This was like years ago. Uh, when we were both bachelors. I am currently a bachelor. Yes. Well, no, that fact is still 
But you're still a good wingman, though, even even in your um, quasi-married state. Yes, yes. I yeah. will agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. Sometimes I'll throw you into the fire and just, like, let you sit with the girl for a minute just to see how they react. And then, you know, it's always a good test to see how the friend acts with the girl. Prime the girl. Warm her up for the, the main act. <laughs> Who's that mouth thing you did right before you started talking? What did I do? You're like... <laughs> oh, I do this weird thing. Uh, way to call me out. I do this weird thing when I'm when I'm thinking of a word before I pronounce it, or because I've been stuttering. W- Lately, I've been stuttering so much that it's been bothering me. Wow! That like I'm even practicing with Melissa talking to her, and if I stumble on my words, I get I internally judge and punish myself. Whoa! That's actually the like the last thing you should do when you're when you shouldn't. Ju- I'm tr- I'm just, working on yeah, it. Yeah, and that's th- there. You go. That's growth. <laughs> It is growth, but because I know I'm like I shouldn't be tripping this much. So what about do you do? Messing you, you mouth the word silently, real quick, or it depends. It, it depends on like in the way I speak. And baddies, if you if you want to know the inside baseball of how my mind works, I already told them how I hit on people. <laughs> this is how this is how I think of words. So when I letter by letter, and then I spell it in my throat, <laughs> and then when it comes out, contiguous, <laughs> and I still say it wrong. This guy's for sure from the Philippines. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you with a spiral hat on. Um, but when I'm saying a sentence, when I'm looking for a word, this library of different synonyms of that word opens up. And so I have maybe a tenth of a millisecond to decide which word I want to choose. And so sometimes in narrowing down those options, I'll mouth it in my mouth without saying it which is what you witnessed yes and then i'll choose the word yes i definitely watched that all go down right in front of me and it was incredible i like it's a great show i never thought that i would have to explain it yes hey there's all things that we do that we didn't think we'd have to you've definitely called me out on things that i never thought i'd like even realized i do <laughs> you, well, ever, you have somebody you ever have somebody point out like an idiosyncrasy that you do and you're like I, I do that and they're like, yeah, that's something you always do. And then suddenly you like do it again. Like for me, it's like hand gestures, right? I had somebody yeah. point out to me that I do this all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I do. And then like I was talking to somebody, I was like, all right, see you later. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I was, that's a thing you do do. Do do? That's a thing that you do do. Is, uh, yeah, you like snap or like, uh, you'll, you'll, you're very animated when you speak, right? Again, when I get going. That's just how it is for us uh, talkers, right? It, it puts emphasis and it keeps the attention on us. There you go. There you go. Now you got me. Uh, because we are attention lovers. Whores. Um, sluts. <laughs> Not I, everything needs a building. I know, I know. This is me just practicing comedy. Yeah, with yeah. You, okay? This is good. Hey, this is good. <laughs> it doesn't help when there's a there's silence. It's tough. Yes, yes, I completely agree. Yes, I completely agree. Because um, that is funny. If we would have one other person here, because you know, like when we have people in the audience, we're always going back that we build, 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 build. Yeah, we have a direction, right? But with us, we're just trying to make each other laugh. And sometimes our forms of being entertained by each other is silence. <laughs> People won't get that if they're not watching this happen. <laughs> um, I was on a Zoom call probably a few weeks ago. And I took this as a compliment. Uh, I was talking to my friend. And she was just like uh, kind of smiling or smirking at what I was saying. And I wasn't saying anything funny. And I was like, why? Uh, what's going on? Did I say something interesting? And she said, no, it's... It's just fascinating how you'll take a topic that is brought up and find tangents to talk about. Not necessarily like going off rails, but like she says that like I feel like I am podcasting when I'm talking with you because I'm because you're cer- interviewing her. Well, and but that's how I just talk to people sure, sometimes. Sure. I just want to get to know people. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I I get lost on tangents very fast, and if people don't tug on the reins every once in a while, I, I'll really go. Uh, haywire. Um, boom, 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 yeah. Uh, so you know, especially if I get comfortable too. I, I am. I was explaining to somebody um, a while ago, it was a, like a first date or something, like maybe like a first or second date. Um, and I was still fairly shy. I'm still doing me. I'm still saying the things I would say, but like I'm pretty reserved. And, and I told him, I was like, you know, like despite what it may seem, despite as how confident like I show to people, I'm actually a pretty like quiet, shy person. Like I much rather would stay at home in my room all day long than do any of this shit, right? So mm-hmm. it's just weird that like I come off as such a um, an extrovert, but the truth of the matter is, like, I, I, I fucking hate people, bro. Like, we're all on on a social spectrum, right? And I think the I, older we've gotten, the more and more we do appreciate the alone time. And some people have appreciated that alone time earlier than others. Like, in for example, you, you know, when the there is a time to be social, there's sure. a social setting. I'm at a party, and I do want to enjoy conversation with yeah. people. I want to meet new people. I want to talk to people. But then the next day, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay home. 
or just even imagine like after that party or after hanging out, like how depleted you could feel. And it doesn't matter if the hangout was bad or good. It could be the most fulfilling interaction with some individuals, right? With people that you really care about, but it still takes energy. Exhaustion is a funny thing. Yeah. Have you tried the new McDonald's um, spicy chicken sandwich? No. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's better than fucking Chick-fil-A's. Are you serious? Is it better than the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich? Because there are there are neighborhoods, there are cities that have gone to war trying to get that Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. I think I've that seen was just, videos. I just think that was a great marketing ploy for Popeye's. Mm. Because the sandwich itself is a good chicken sandwich. Don't get me wrong. That sandwich is better than Chick-fil-A's. I think Chick-fil-A makes sh- shitty sandwiches. Um but um but I like their waffle fries. Um Yes. This chicken sandwich from McDonald's, pretty fire, bro. Really good. The the amount of uh, McDonald's talk that we have on this podcast, I'm surprised that they just don't want to sponsor us quite yet. Well, they're not responding to my emails. (laughs) And we've been emailing them every single day. Roy Kroc, man. I keep emailing. Actually, not Roy. Roy Kroc's dead. (laughs) Uh, Michael Keaton, I think is who you're thinking of, dude. The founder? That's why I'm sending my emails to to Michael Keaton. (laughs) Can you imagine watching the founder with Michael Keaton and then emailing him? Dear Michael Keaton, I'm the other day I was telling the story and I was talking like this and like, oh, is that how you type? And I was like... (laughs) It Dude, is that how you type? No, but it is. Anytime I tell a story, I always type like this. I'm sorry. If there are people out there that work the most professional office jobs. I work in an office. This is how I type. You want to see how I type? I go like this. <laughs> Someone's just waiting forever for t- to apply at your gym. <laughs> uh, and what's your name? Samantha. Samantha. Okay. Okay. It. That's a real person. Oh, no, that's a real We're person. We're gonna have to bleep that out. I was just thinking the fact that you said it was a real person makes it that much more real. We'll just bleep the last the last name. All right, and we'll let, be fine. Bleep it. Don't forget though, because that's important. We don't know her. <laughs> yeah. We don't know her like that enough to be saying her name. Oh man! But well, really it's though, hot. it's getting hot. It here. is getting uh, hot. My glasses are fogging up. My glasses have been fogged up. Um, Any final thoughts, friend? Any shout outs you want to make? I do want to shout out my dog, Mickey. Yes. Uh, Mickey did recently pass away. He was 12 years old. Um, You might have seen that I posted a story on Instagram um, honoring his life. And uh, I love him very, very much. And he just passed away a few days ago. And I would like to dedicate this episode to him. Um, He has a special place in my heart. Um, Losing a pet. And it's not the first pet that I've lost, but it doesn't necessarily mean it gets easier um it's dude you're losing someone that is part of your everyday life does it make you feel any better no though knowing that um when he died he was fighting isis and was helping america yeah he i have this i have this crazy video of him he was in the middle of uh, the third world war that no one knows about yet because the government is hiding the, it. The puppies took care of it. Yeah, the, it was the the puppy on ISIS war. So many, so many lost puppies. You this know? video that I don't know if I could post because it might get pulled. It's pretty, it's pretty graphic. Actually, he was dual wielding AK forty sevens. Not because he was out of ammo in his uh, M four, so he yes. just picked up two dead ISIS members AKs. Yes, yes. Um, uh, this Pomeranian Johnny. Um, rest oh, in Johnny. peace. Yeah. Oh. Oh, gave his life for this country. Yes, definitely. Hopped on that grenade very much like some homies do in clubs yes, when they're, yeah. you know, when you hop on the grenade. Um, and Mickey gave him covering fire with those two AKs. Yeah. Mickey was a great dog. Great dog. Real true American hero. On, in, in all honesty, he had an extra toe. What? <laughs> Is that for real? How have I never toe. known that? It's the smallest toe. It's the smallest toe. All dogs have like an extra toe up here. Um, it's no, it's an, if you were to count it, it's, uh, what it was it's like the a sixth so toe. okay all seriousness i i love mickey i am very sorry for your loss and i and i hope you don't get offended by this but was offended. mickey born in a radioactive sludge because no. why does he look the way he looks what turned into that he turned into that his... oh he was a normal dog at first and then as he got older no. he went crazier and crazier and crazier he's all no actually let me correct myself he's been looking crazy he's been looking wacky ever since the beginning when i first got mickey we it was my mother and myself in the SUV. We just picked him up from uh, whoever or from like the the shelter, and my mom kept looking back at Mickey. I was holding Mickey in the passenger seat. My mom kept looking back at Mickey and then back at the road and then back at Mickey and then just says, "He's cute, right?" 
Like she wasn't sure that this dog was cute. And this is my mother. My mother thinks flies are cute. My mother thinks fruit flies are cute and still has to double take at this dog. Because she got a whiff of like that ugly look on his face. And she's he was like, oh, just fuck. so ugly he's cute. And there's no other way I could describe him. He was goofy. There's a whole line of stuffed animals that are so ugly they're cute. Yes. And it, if there was a stuffed animal of Mickey, it, it would sell. It, it, Have you thought about getting Mickey stuffed? Um, no, a ta- taxidermy? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get a, I'll get I, a poster. I did think about it for one second when when my dog passed. Oh, to get a, one a second, uh, but that's really weird. <laughs> it is weird as it's it's just odd. Yeah, maybe um, a cat. No, my cat. I I wouldn't do it. Then you can just keep them on your bed, and then like you can give them a nice couple brushes, and then you go. And they just slowly go crazy, <laughs> and then beat that weird cat guy. <laughs> but they're not alive. They're all they're taxidermy. Not alive. Cats. I have twelve cats. That one's actually a raccoon, but I like to pretend he's a cat. Yeah, yeah. I could. I don't want to be that guy for sure. I could be that guy. Um, I will say Mickey got gingivitis in the middle of his life and lost a few teeth, which is why he had his tongue sticking out for a while and like very derpy because he had no teeth there to stop the tongue from coming out if mickey was a person oh i already know where you're going what kind of voice would he have yes and like what celebrity do you think he would look most like well he probably looks like cheech from cheech and chong i think um cheech marin he looks like cheech marin (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) no he doesn't look like cheech marin kuma would look more like cheech marin (laughs) mickey looks like a mix of rod stewart and albert and albert einstein Whoa, so specific. I love it. Right? Oh, I love it. Like old man Rod Stewart mixed with. Or Bernie Sanders. Mickey kind of looks like Bernie Sanders. If Bernie Sanders smoked meth. <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. If Bernie Sanders smoked meth, that'd be Mickey. Dude. Same voice, too. <laughs> this is what I think Mickey's voice would sound like. I am. And Mickey loves cheese. Every single time we would bring out cheese, he would wag his tail, become the most alive he was. Because he didn't have to chew it. And. No, he would, yeah, he would try to chew it. I think he realized that it hurt to chew, and he would just swallow it eventually. Totally safe. But this is how you would sound. I like Mickey, and I like cheese. This is what I think. That sounds like um, he was was like the third born son who got kicked in the head by a horse on the farm. But we know, we still like him. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what Mickey was. He was was easily the runt of whatever. Oh, he's like half of the runt. How did the others look? How how does the rest of the litter look like? They're all Great Danes. (laughs) If Mickey was a Great Dane and popped out the way he did, uh, okay, um, free baddie. I've at this point, I've definitely put like at least three pictures of Mickey up. Oh, he was in our first promo. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yeah. At the beginning of the episode, he uh, he's a, a Chihuahua Shih Tzu mix, I think. Oh, I thought he was a hundred percent rat. That's what a lot of people think. That's what a lot of people think. He is cute though. Hey, rest in peace. Rest Mickey. in peace, Mickey. Took it um, like a champ. Baddies, thank you for sticking around. Um, like and subscribe. Yeah. Look up. Keep an eye out on our store. We're going to be revealing a lot of cool new stuff. Yes. Some fun stickers, some fun uh, keychains that we have. April's a big month for us, y'all. New new items and probably some more. We, um, we, we, you guys are treating us very well. Yeah. And so in return, we are buying new things to sell back to you mm-hmm. um, and um, not buying almost anything for ourselves mm-hmm. except for this entire podcast yeah so. that's it you know just no no big deal uh the stakes aren't higher anything but your financial support helps us out uh and actually last week did you see that email we are officially the copyrighted owners of it can't be that bad it's that's been a right. long process and we've been semi-owners and we've owned the patent for a long time but we've finally gone through the statement of use yep. the notice of authorization yeah we paid the patent office yeah we have it all so ladies and gentlemen we truly own those five letters. Yeah, so if you use any of those five letters in any of the sentences... Separately, or apart, or together... We're common for you. So, you know, good luck writing anything about yourself. Yeah, because we own... I. We own I, C, B, B and T. T, B. Yeah, B and T. Yeah, because B comes up twice. Don't use any of those letters. Those are four of the 26 letters in the alphabet. Bye. Bye. 27. Yeah,